Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. <laughs> I feel like you wanted a boob job back when we were on Hot 99.5. I feel like years ago I heard you say that. Well, I brought it up. I feel like I've told this story before where a certain family member of mine, when Peter and I were having an argument about something totally non-boob related, and she was like, have you thought about getting your boobs done? Maybe that would help your marriage. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> the worst marriage advice I've ever yeah. heard. I don't think that's going to help. I really don't. I really don't think so. 
<laughs> but no, it actually has been on my mind lately because, you know, you and I talk about possible sponsors and we have a plastic surgeon we're thinking about working with. And I was looking through his Instagram and his boob jobs are amazing. Amazing. if I ever did it, they're amazing. Like, listen, I've had three kids. I nursed all of them. These things have gone from an A to a double D to a B to an A to a double D three times. Like that's a totally stretched out wonky balloon attached to my chest. So I want, if I ever did it though, my biggest thing is it has to be natural looking. Like I only want, I don't even know if they do them as small as I would want. I would want like Mm. a small B at Mm. the most. I, like mean, I just want I don't them know. to inflate the loose skin I have. Like they, ha- I want them to be the type that people go, wait, did she get her boobs done? No, maybe. Huh? Like I want people <laughs> to have that conversation when I'm not listening. <laughs> well, it's been on my mind. Okay. I feel like you're all in that you want to do this. So what is the, what's the hold up here? What's the hesitation? Well, there's a couple of things, just to be totally honest with you. One, it's not something I would do right now, like maybe later in the year or next year or something. I don't know. This summer is just insane, and I want to think long and hard about it. Um, But there's a couple of things. One, and I was having this conversation, you know, my family was in town um, over the weekend for my birthday, my abuela, the kid's great-grandmother, and my tia, my aunt, and with our family, we talk about everything. Like there's, there's no filter. So I was asking them, we were driving out to Mount Vernon and I asked them like, Thea, well, do you think it's bad to get a boob job? Like, is that, is it too vain to spend that much money on that? Is it, you know, like that's part of my nest egg, uh, you know, set away. And what about like, I have daughters, am I sending them a bad message about, owning your body, aging gracefully, <laughs> like all that crap that I preach Everybody to them says, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like, what, what am I just going against that if I get my own boobs done? What did they say? What'd your, what'd your relatives say? They said, at first they were like, hmm, and then I like mentioned about, listen, I, you know, I've nursed three kids. I've been pregnant three times. Like they just, it's, it's like, I work out really hard. I take care of my body really hard now. And that is the one part I'm insecure about. So I would be doing it for me just to kind of like be like, hey, you've been through a lot. You've done a lot to get where you are today. I want to feel good in a bikini. Like I don't want to have to keep stuffing my bikini with loads and loads of pads to, you know, make them even and somewhat upright. And they were like, you know what? You deserve it. Absolutely. You should do it. And when I mentioned the part about is it a bad example, they're like, no, it's you owning your body and doing it for yourself. They're like, don't you dare do it for a man or, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. some man down the line. Like, I want him to see me with good boobs. But if you're doing it for yourself to feel good about yourself, that's OK. But then I could like my immediate like devil's advocate thought is I'm doing it for myself, like to feel OK. But if I was really healthy like mentally healthy would I not need to fix them because I would be okay with my body I would celebrate that you know it's given life to three children oh it is it is a tough one it It is a tough one Um, and then they were like you know as long as you're not doing you know like facelift and cheek fillers and the lips and all that I was like but what's the difference really like people that do that do that 
so they can feel good about themselves. Where's the line? It's so funny. And see, I, I want all that. I want all that stuff. <laughs> I want the face. There's just no reservations whatsoever. I, my reservations are the, okay, my, my reservations, first of all, I agree with them. I think I think you have to just investigate more yourself while you're doing it. This is like always my, because, you know, obviously I'm anti-Ozempic. We talked about the weight loss drug. My thing is Mm -hmm. I'm against it because most people, a lot of people that do plastic surgery, and you see them, we see them all over the D.C. area. I see them obviously here in L.A. I mean, it just it goes extreme, right? Because they're really trying to escape from something else. They're trying to look different for masking all kinds of issues. Uh You froze. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you know, you and I I both do for like five seconds. You and I both see people with a lot of plastic surgery. They usually do it because they're like escaping something, right? They're trying to look different or they think if they look hot that somebody will love them. It's the same with being thin. A lot of people believe once they're thin, all their troubles will go away, right? That, you know, their husband will love them more. People will be very attracted to them. And it's like sometimes that stuff happens short term, but then unless you do a lot of mental work, you just go back to the way your life was. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't matter, you know? So I think you just have to do it like they're saying. If if it's truly for you, like this is something I want to do for me, I know it's not going to change maybe my mental situation or whether I get a man or I don't get a man or anything like that, but just physically I want to do it. I want these boobs. I think that is always the filter, you know? It's the same with with being thin. Yeah. I think realize why you want to do it. You know, if, you, if you're if you on Ozempic because you just want to be thin and you don't care whether you, there's side effects or all that, I mean, fine, be realistic. But if you think going on Ozempic is, and, and being thin is suddenly going to change your life, nothing mentally is going to change. And people love you and leave you whether you have a boob job or you're skinny or you're fat. or So that's just – you just have to be, like you said – mentally where are you at like do you feel like you're mentally strong and this is just for sheer like you know what I'm doing this for me oh yeah 100 percent. and I would be totally fine if I if I didn't do it like I would I don't feel like it's a need to have to do it'd be fine if my boobs stayed sad and droopy you know smiling down at my toes for the rest of my life okay if it has to be but um I don't know so it's not it's so we can justify that it's actually a good example to young women, to our daughters, to whoever, that it's okay to get plastic surgery to change the things on your body that you don't like. Well, I mean, you know, I'm torn on it too. I mean, I, you know, I right? finally, after years of working on myself, like I honestly really don't give a fuck. I mean, part of me just kind of wants to age, age naturally because – I'm just, I feel so lucky to be 41 and like healthy and alive and living my dream. Like I don't really care anymore what people think of my body or my face or I really don't, you know? And I I think there is something really empowering about women that just like embrace. They're like, I don't give a fuck because so few people can do it, right? Most of us are trying to and I think that's just our – we live in a sales society, right? So we're always, they're always trying to sell you be thinner, be beautiful, be young, you know? I mean, the reason our society is obsessed with youth is because it's a big business, you know? Creams and um, facials and, you know, lasers and, you know, so – and I'm – I fall into that. Like, again, I'm more, oh, I want to still look youthful and young because I think some women yeah. look great as they get older and they do have some work done. But a lot of them look really bad. 
when they have work done. So it's really hard. (laughs) And I have such respect when I see celebrities that are, you know, like a decade older than me. And they haven't had all the Botox and the fillers. They don't, you know, they have their wrinkles and they embrace the smile lines because that means they've spent 50 years smiling. Like, I love that. There's, I want to be that, but I'm not totally there. Like I, I dye my hair, color my grays. I'm not owning my gray hairs. Oh, me neither. You know, I don't have a lot of wrinkles just because I'm lucky with my genetics, but if they did start all showing up, like I like that people think I'm younger than I am. So I don't know if I would actually be that okay to aging gracefully when it happens because it hasn't totally happened yet. And to me, what's interesting about Hollywood is I think lots of times the women that don't do any work are the ones that actually end up having more work, meaning like Helen Mirren, right? Helen Mirren is still so relevant and she's never had any work done. Um the uh oh my god who's the other Meryl Streep right Meryl Streep has never had any work done and she like works all the time um I mean now look you could argue Jane Fonda Jane Fonda's had everything under the sun she's still working um but lots of times a lot of I think a lot of the celebs that do well and continue working don't have anything done Yeah. Well, I mean, they have amazing skills too. everybody like that you just listed off. But I was watching that show on Apple TV. The last thing he told me with Jennifer Garner. Have you seen that yet? No, no. Is it good? good. Oh, it's so good. But I was watching her and I've always loved her. And she looks older. Like it's finally happened that she looks her age. She's got really, you know, deep wrinkles and stuff. Her skin isn't all lasered off and, you know, looking like a baby's butt. And she was obviously still so gorgeous. And I just, I really appreciated it when I was watching her because she's probably, I don't know, maybe five years older than me. And I was like, ah, I want to be like Garner. I love that you're, you're still beautiful, but you're letting it happen. Uh, so yeah, I don't know where boobs fit into that whole thing. I don't know either because, again, like I said, I I'm the person I'm like, oh, I love a good facelift. Like I just think it looks so good on people when you see like a really good one, the before and after. But most people don't stop. You know what I mean? Then it then it because like then they want something else or they want to maintain. You know, and you're never gonna fight aging. I don't know. That's that's like. Did you see, did you see Chris Jenner's face? Like I finally got around to watching the new episode of the Kardashians. Her face is, there's not one wrinkle on the whole thing. And it is like, it looks almost airbrushed. Like it's just not one wrinkle, not one spot, nothing. Just perfectly like flawless, neutral toned skin. I'm like, lady, you have... You have grandchildren. Your your daughters are in their 40s. Why do you feel? It's like she needs to compete with them. So like I saw that and I was like, yeah, they did really good work. But come on. It's obvious your face does not match up with your age. I, like I feel like she's trying to keep up with her daughters. You know, I like, always think. I'm so beautiful. I think about this, right? Okay, I think if I got a facelift and then I thought, what am I going to do if KJ comes to me at – 18 and he's like oh I want a nose job or I you know what I mean like I like okay if your daughters said to you how would you see like I would say no like why you're beautiful the way you are you know what I mean so that's where I'm torn with the contradiction because and I would love like somebody that's had work done like what do they say to their kids like we need we almost we need somebody to like tell us and then 
did their kids like it I or mean, not? My mom had my mom had her boobs done well, oh. like back in the eighties when I was a kid, and it, it was just she wanted them to be bigger. That was it, and it was just like, hey, I'm doing this, and that that, that was the end of it. There wasn't really a lot of discussion, but it was just she didn't like that about her body and she wanted to change it how okay and then did she have any regrets do you hear the toilet flushing in the background sorry it's a small studio space anyway quick pause to thank some of our amazing sponsors how ironic i love this got a new podcast for you to listen to yes i do it's the dr john delani show schman and i were actually playing a clip from dr john's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until 6. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. I think she only had regrets because this was literally in like the mid 80s, like when they were first really doing them. So they were saline at the time because that was the new big thing. And I think one popped eventually. So she had to go back and have like surgery again to get them fixed. 
So I, I think she regrets maybe just what the capabilities were at the time versus now, but I absolutely don't think she regrets getting them. Okay. My mom shows those off. Like <laughs> she, a lot of people do. Everybody knows. I don't know. What would you but say? I to love your- that about her. I know, I know. I know a lot of people that own it. Like, I always loved, I mean, of course, Joan Rivers, I guess, ended up dying because of a a plastic surgery procedure. But I always loved that, like, Joan embraced it and made fun of it. And, you know, like, she just didn't care. She wanted to try to appear as youthful as possible. What would you say if your daughters came to you, though, when they're 20 and they wanted plastic surgery? I would, I would be, gosh, to be honest, like, my first response is I would be heartbroken. Because they're so beautiful and perfect as they are. So I would be like, oh my gosh, you're going to go through all that pain and recovery and everything. And what if it turns out wrong? Like, it would make me worried. Like, why don't you just see yourself beautiful the way I see you? Which then makes me a big fat hypocrite that I would want to do something. And I could say the same thing to myself. Why don't you see yourself as beautiful the way you are? And I feel like I would say the same to my son. Yeah. Why would you want to change anything? And then, of course, he's going to look at me and go, well, you've had Botox and filler and a facelift. What are you talking about? I want my shins done or some craziness. I'll be like, oh, my God, (laughs) what have I done? Because that's a whole procedure. Men now want their shins done. Well, I'm really glad that we talked about this because now I am no more clearer than I was at the beginning of the conversation. So thank you for the clarity, Sarah. I I think if you – look, I I think it just comes down to you mentally and talking to them and being – I I really don't – I think maybe you and I are like overanalyzing it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. Well, the other thing that just to be completely transparent with, because I love that we're just totally honest with our listeners is, you know, I am um, I'm sober from an opiate addiction. So I would absolutely like that has to be my number one priority. So I would have to sit down with my doctor, like my regular doctor I see now and be like, how does this work when you have plastic surgery, like elective plastic surgery? You know, when I had my back surgery, I didn't have a choice. So it was, let's figure out a plan for how we deal with the pain. This one, it's like, that's the other thing weighing on me just as much, if not more is, oh, like, how does that work when you don't want to ever get hooked on painkillers again? But I'm not about to have major plastic surgery and be like, I'm just going to white knuckle it with, you know, an apple juice box and a warm blanket. Yeah. I don't know. That's a big one. So I would have to have a real honest conversation with him and weigh that out first. But all right. Yeah. I just, I don't know. They're nice and pushed up today, but this is a lot of padding. They never look like this. This is just, it's a really nice constricting shirt. So it just like, like like holds them together with a lot of under bra padding, but I don't know. Like when I'm looking at bridesmaid dresses for my sister's wedding and my sister sends me these beautiful dresses that like the trend with the deep V-neck in the front. And I'm like, dude, I can't wear that. I have to have something holding up my boobs. Like there's not enough tape in the world that I could wear a dress like that. And I actually be nice to wear it if I want. I ought to really get a boob job too because I've got one that's bigger than the other. And so it's like you've just always got one cup filled and then one cup that is a missing you know, I mean, <laughs> I always used to refer to them no. as the inner loop and the outer loop because you've got a loop that's like smaller and one that's larger. 
I've got an inner loop and I've got an outer loop. One's bigger. Oh, that's. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was nursing Harry, he's such a little rat. He always had, he liked one over the other. He liked the left one. So he would nurse more on the left side. So now, like, the left one hangs like oh, two inches lower, than, lower than the right one because that was his favorite boob. So that one got bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller more than the other one. <laughs> It was funny at the time, but now dude, that was really insensitive of you as a baby. Talk to me about, you know, you also, we were we were talking about this. You and Harry were reading a book this week about waiting, waiting on, you know, just anything, right? I think um, in life, we're all, all of us to some degree are waiting on a result, on a job, on somebody else. Tell me about how you're feeling about the lessons in waiting. <laughs> well, that's, well, yeah, that's what I was asking you before we started in our little pre-chat. The book is called Waiting is Hard. And I was reading it to him the, the other night. And it's about this elephant who's getting, has a surprise coming from his little pig friend. And he gets impatient as the book goes on with having to wait for the surprise. He stomps his feet and then he tries to beg for it. And then he gives up and he's just going to walk away. And once he waits through the whole process, he ends up with this nice surprise, which is like the stars in the sky. And it's super cheesy, but it got me thinking, I'm at a place right now where I have to make some major life decisions. And the answer is unclear. And I'm like, oh my gosh, waiting is really freaking hard as an adult. Like I, I want some advice from you or everybody else on what are your tools that you use to get through when you're having to wait on things that are out of your control. I stomp my feet. Whether it's a job <laughs> or like me, it's a, it's a house. Like I don't know if we should move or not. And I can't find the right one, but I promised the kids we would move. So it's like, yeah, I'm just waiting, not knowing what it's going to be. It's like, I'm much better at waiting patiently now. In the past, I think I would have, in the past I did make bad decisions just by like rushing into it because I couldn't stomach the anxiety of mm. waiting patiently. So I just would run out and make a decision just to have <sighs> some peace of mind and that it was done. But I, now that I'm older in my forties, it's like, I don't want to do that anymore, but it's really hard to wait peacefully. Let's put it that way. How do you wait peacefully? I don't know. I want to hear, I, this is where I wish we just like had a live show because I want to hear what people say because I think I I now go the opposite, right? Become so passive of like, you know, the the answer will be become so clear. And, you know, I always say like God's rejection is your protection. But then I'm like, you know, sometimes maybe uh, then maybe I walk away from things where you ought to like go back and like try, you know, really like keep trying, keep trying, keep, you know, get innovative. Um, and I'm obsessed with Barbara Corcoran. Do you do you know who Barbara Corcoran is from Shark Tank? Okay, she's on Shark Tank. Oh, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The realtor one. She's, she's one of the yes. sharks. And she, you know, from what I, all the interviews I see, she really kind of gets in life what she wants. It might not always be like exactly in the package that she wants, but she always says that none of her, like she talks about her audition for Shark Tank. I, I think Mark Cuban was casting or Mark Burnett. He'd casted her and then they, he was like delaying on giving her the contract and he goes, oh, I'm really sorry, but we've actually got this other woman, Lori um, Grenier, that we're going to hire instead. You know, you're, I, I really apologize. I really thought it was you, but it's it's not going to be you. And then she went back and said, 
why don't you try both of us? Try both of us for four months. If you don't like it, you know, I'll leave. But I've already bought all these TV outfits. And I've told all my friends I'm going to be on this show. And she always says like she nothing she never gets anything the first time. It's like the second pass. You know, it's like getting creative about how, you know, somebody can keep her on or how she can win the job or win the bid. But she never gets usually a client that comes to her and goes, "I want to work with you." They always there's always like a catch. But she takes that and f- spins it figures out a way to still be in the race. And I used to be like just get quiet and the answer will appear. But now I'm like, fuck, I feel like I've got to get more creative because I'm more passive. Like I'll, I'll just wait and wait. And then like eventually my want for it goes away or I get steered in another direction. And I don't know if that's a good thing or if I need to adopt the Barbara Corcoran school of I want this. <laughs> so even if I get rejected or it's not happening the way I want, do I need to get creative in how to reroute it? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I used to be more that way. Like when I'm very determined that I want something, I usually can make it happen. But I made so many mistakes in the past by not kind of waiting peacefully that now I'm kind of the opposite where when doors start to close, it's very hard sometimes to determine is this God's way of letting me know that this is not the right direction and I need to reevaluate and maybe go the opposite direction? All right, guys, one more quick pause to thank our amazing sponsors. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. 
Or is this something that I just, you know, push my way through because I want to go in this direction? I want to achieve whatever that goal is. It's very hard to decipher nowadays. And and I think I do go a little more in the passive direction like you were talking about, just because now I'm so afraid of making bad decisions, of making a mistake by going in a different direction than, you know, maybe what the plan is that God had for me. Cause I really screwed up every time I did that in the past, it never ended well. But right. when I think of times that I just like waited patiently. And for me, that looks like every day, like reevaluating. Cause I still wake up anxious about whatever it is. Like right now I wake up anxious about, you know, where are we going to live or how other things in my life are going to, going to pan out. And it's like every morning I have to listen to my little abide meditation. And I just, I literally talk to God, like he's like my buddy sitting next to me. And I'm just like, I give it to you. I give this to you. I feel like I'm, I need to take some steps. Like I literally have to let my landlord know today if I'm going to renew or not. So it's like, I can't sit passively forever, but I just kind of go, okay, I'm giving this to you because See, I, I don't the, know what to do and I don't want to take control. I'd pull the Barbara Corcoran and I would go to the landlord. I've been a great tenant. I need another 60 days. Can you give me? And then, of course, you know, no, I say 60 knowing he might go, well, I'll give you 30. That's it, right? So, see, I pull the Barbara. I go, look, I need you to work with me. I got to get, I got it. I need 60 more days. Then I promise, um, you know, I will let you know for sure if I'm renewing for a year or, you know, and then, you know, again, he might accept the 60 or he might come down to 30, but at least it buys you more time to see your answer. That's so funny because that's exactly what I did probably an hour ago. <laughs> I emailed yes. the property manager and I said, listen, I'm just going to be totally honest with you. We do want to move. We need more space. We've outgrown this house, but I'm not finding anything that, you know, I can get approved for. And we also like, so I know the owners want an answer today, but what happens if I say, I'm not going to renew because the lease is good through the end of July. I say, I'm not going to renew, but can I change my mind in the next month and, and, you know, and then extend the lease. So she's like, I totally understand. Let me talk to the owners and get back to you. Boom. There you go. See, your Barbara Corcoran. gives us a brain, too, not to be idiots. But it's so hard not to just want to jump and make a decision. Well, I don't sit well with the unknown or the waiting. I actually love this topic because you know what? You reminded me of the other exercise that I do. So everything that I've wanted to happen in life has happened, but it's usually just not on my timing. So what I've started doing is keeping a list of all the things that have happened, right? All the prayers that God has answered, not the ones that he hasn't, but moving to Los Angeles, right? Um, You know, obviously like my goal is to be a national, you know, TV host or producer, you know? So I, I'm like, okay, but you're my podcast, right? Years ago, I had set a goal like for the podcast to make X amount of money in revenue and lots of months now it hits that like, and it's, I mean, it's been seven years. (laughs) I didn't expect it to take seven years. Okay, girl. But it's happening, you know, so I write down all the things that God has given me. Okay. I wanted to be on the Howard Stern show. Now, it's funny. Howard Stern played a clip of me on his show. Now, that wasn't exactly how I wanted to be on Howard Stern, but but I 
<laughs> that still counts. But I write that down. I'm like, look at all the things that have happened to you, all the things that you wanted. I, wa- I wanted to move out here to be a producer. In the past year, I've pitched my reality show concept to multiple major networks, like sitting in front of Netflix and Paramount and Hulu. Now, none of them have bought it, so it doesn't. But I, I think to myself, look, God's put you in these rooms. Now, I, you know, I have on my prayer list, you know, I want the show to be sold. My fucking luck, it'll be sold in two years. But in the meantime, I look at all the things that God is. I'm like, shit, a year ago, you know, you never could have gotten a pitch meeting with Hulu. And now here you are. So I start keeping a list of all So the when things. you're feeling uncertain, you go back and like reread your list. All, yes. I like that. I'm going to do that. All the time. Because there's so much. There's so, so much that. Oh, you have. I was worried about it at the time and ended up being. Yeah, well, I know. You exactly. have the most amazing you know, luck you know of it all. <laughs> yes, I know you. You were like, girl, I don't worry about you. You put my prayers on your list because yours, yours is a direct line. So I want I want to get on your list. So you know, I was thinking about it before we before we did the podcast. You know, it's. I want to talk about my faith on here because it is what's so important to me, but I don't want to turn off people that don't have faith. But then I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like this is, this is what's meaningful in my life. And this is what works for me. And I do want to be an example of, you know, the way God does answer prayers. And I was saying, I was like, you know what, if I go through my whole life, you know, focused on like my relationship with God and having faith in plans. And it brings me peace. It brings me joy. It brings me happiness. And at the end of all this, I end up dead in the ground and like nothing happens. There's no heaven. There's no whatever. It was all just in my mind. That's okay with me because at least it brought me a lot of in situations like what we're talking about right now. That is the only thing that brings me peace. Like my meditation this morning was about how, you know, God's a shepherd and we're like the sheep and He's going to, you know, keep an eye out for us. He's not going to let anything bad happen to us that isn't a part of his plan. That made me feel a 180 in my anxiety and my worry. It just totally changed my day. That's worth it to me, even if it's just some weird thing in my imagination that never turns out to be true. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you 110%. I I feel the exact same way. And I will say this, because recently I've started having guests on my show a lot of them I don't agree with everything they've done or whatever, but they've talked a lot about being afraid to speak up for what they really believe. And a, and a lot of people you, that I have on maybe political, like you and I talk, right? Like you were saying, you know, you you were more Republican. Now you've come to the center. You know, I feel like I've been more like Democrat for so long. Now I'm in the center. You know, I'm like less, you know, I feel less sometimes that I, you know, I don't know, always identify with what they're doing. So um, but I, what my point was is these guests have said, all of them, the more that they just are not with hate in their heart, but they say who they really are, what they really believe, whether it's faith, whether it's politics, whether it's whether they like a celebrity or not, the more people actually new listeners, new followers come to them. Yes, they lose some because of course, you know, some people are going to disagree with you and go, and I I get it all the time too. If I have a guest on, people go, oh, I'm never listening to you again. And that used to like bother me. And, but now I'm like, you know, you have many choices. So I wish you all the best. You know, I, it, 
I do. I, I'm not going to compromise what I believe religiously or, and I'm not always right, but I don't always agree with a lot of the stuff that's being said online. And I'm getting to a point in my life where I'm going to disagree with it. And if people don't like that, then go to the other 10 million podcasts that are out there. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I think that's a beautiful part about getting older. You know, my birthday was on Saturday. I am 43. That is, that number sounds like insanely old to me, but I love it. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, right before the podcast. I was like, he was like, so are you 27, 28? I was like, screw my 20s. I wouldn't trade this for my 20s at all because at least now I'm finally having some peace about just accepting and being who I am, being who I am to you, being who I am online, being myself to my kids. Like you spend so much of the first part of your life, it's exhausting trying to be what you think others want you to be. Yeah, you trying know? to fit in. Trying to be yeah. what you think a man will find attractive or be what you think social circles will find you appealing as. That shit's exhausting. I know. I love my forties and being able to like, I don't know, it's like a light switch just flips and you don't care anymore. Glennon Doyle always says she's like 40s are the best for women. They're the best. She's like they just are the most liberating decade. You do not give a fuck. You're kind of getting over those years of like in your 20s and 30s, just like what you said. You're trying to be hot to find somebody. You care what they think. You're trying to impress them. You're always sort of sexualizing yourself or people are sexualizing you. And then you're you get to this point where you're beginning to like <laughs> You know, people aren't like as like sexualizes you anymore. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't say that because like my neighbor, it's so funny. My neighbor is like 45. She's just going through a divorce and she's like having the hottest sex of her life with like 28 year olds. Like, so she's, I think if I, you know, obviously if I was out there putting in the effort, I'm sure I could be being sexualized, but like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, like, I'm so done with, I'm so glad I don't have to make small talk. With any men, it's just great. It's so great. And I love being in my 40s. I don't care what people think. I don't care. I respectfully disagree. People come for me all the time about Ozempic. Okay, take Ozempic. I don't give a shit. I hope it works for you. But most of the time, it's not going to. Best of luck. Go follow somebody else. I'm just waiting for you to get slapped with some sort of cease and desist from Ozempic because you are always talking about what shit it is. I'm just waiting for them. It's so true. like the Sarah Frazier. She's our biggest. That's the biggest enemy. We've got to seek her out. Oh, my God. You're so right. You're going to single-handedly take down the company. (laughs) I wish. I don't think I have that. People don't care. They're so into it. They just. They think being thin's the answer. So go try it. See if it works. Yeah. All right. This was really good. I loved this episode. I'm curious how people wait. What they? I, I hope people slide in our DMs because I'm going to post them this week. I'd love people's feedback on, first of all, do they have plastic surgery? You sound old when you say that. You know slide that? You sound DMs. so old. If I said that in front of my daughters, they'd go, ugh, mom, <laughs> slide into your DMs. I don't care. I use all the lingo. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Slide into our DMs, you know, and the other big thing, your girls say this, it's all about vibes. Are they feeling the vibes? So if people felt the vibes of this podcast, let us know, did you have plastic surgery? What did you tell your kids? 
Or did you get plastic surgery and then your children came to you at some point and said, oh, I want a new nose job. How'd you feel? And then two, how do you wait? I want people to give us, like, how do you wait? What is your method? Does it yeah. work? How do you wait peacefully? peacefully? How do you wait peacefully and not either turn passive and be like, I'm just not going to make a decision. I'm just going to leave things how they are or rushing into it and just like chasing after a decision just to have it be done with. How do you find that sweet spot in the middle and stay in it? Tell us, girl. Where do people follow you and watch this this show? Miss Pink Monster on YouTube. You can find all the podcasts on Instagram is where I post everything and don't even bother with TikTok. I just feel old when I get on it, so I'm not even <laughs> trying anymore. <laughs> I can't figure it out. That's like my favorite outlet. I'm like on there. I don't give a fuck. I'm You're like, so good on it. I'm the it oldest person. With you. I don't click with it. I feel like I to be successful on it, I need to have like a gimmick. And my whole thing is I don't want to have a gimmick. Like that's why I like my the people that follow me on Instagram because they accept me just being me and posting what I want about. But on TikTok, you need like some sort of gimmick to now, my be gimmick, big. My like gimmick is TLC. Celebrity dirt, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. My It's all yeah. the celebrity hot takes. That's all people care about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't give a yeah. shit about And when about moms us. can be like a funny mom and make little videos or silly mom or hot mom and just post yourself looking hot all the time. But yeah, I don't know. I'm happy in my little Instagram home. So come visit me there. I have a room set up for you. Will do. All right, Natasha, see you soon. <laughs>